Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. We've got a wonderful message that I believe you're going to really enjoy entitled Impartation, a gift in waiting. Is your faith spoken of wherever you go? It's not only your pastor's job to impart the word to others, it's yours too. See, because it's a gift in waiting. You have to learn to understand that. Let the Christ in you come out of you, and you do that with words. You do that with actions, and it's such a blessing. And I tell you what, I want you to call a friend, tell them to turn that television on. They're going to be blessed. Get a pencil and paper. Take some notes, because all of us have a, a responsibility to impart the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's go right now to impartation, a gift in waiting. Romans chapter 1, verse 8 Paul writes this, first, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Now, I want to ask you a question. Is your faith spoken of in your community, in your subdivision, in your city, or are you just known as a Christian? Don't shout me down in preaching this. See what I'm saying? Now, overseas, I was doing a lot of preaching. See, teaching is telling and preaching is yelling. I'm going to try not to yell today. I'm going to do a little telling and explain something. Notice it. Is your faith spoken of at your job? I want you to think about that. I want to put that inside of you because impartation should be coming out of you whether you are a minister or not. Let me read that again. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. For God is my witness, verse 9, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. Make, verse 10, making requests if by any means now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. Verse 11 is where I want to get to. For I long to see you that I may impart. Everybody say impart. Impartation is a gift in waiting. That's the title of this message. For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. To the end you may be established. Verse 12. That, that is that I may be comforted. The word comfort there means encouraged together with you. So he was imparting something to them, but he expected them to impart something to him. That I may be encouraged or comforted together with you by the mutual Faith both of you and me. So when I minister the gospel, I bring your faith here at Covenant Church everywhere I go. And you bring my faith everywhere you go. Uh, under the leadership of who you, whoever you're under leadership, what church you go to or whatever. See, it's called impartation. And I want to deal with that today. You see, the reason why I do what I do is to get this glorious gospel out. But I am encouraged at the same time. So I expect something from them and they expect something from me because it's a two-way street. See, it's importation. And he, he, Paul has such a delicate speech. He said, I didn't come to strengthen you. He said, God has strengthened you and me. So you, see what, you see what I'm saying there if you keep on reading. Romans chapter 1 is one of the most glorious chapters. So write this down if you're taking notes. Importation is designed to give a firmer grasp and fuller possession of Jesus Christ. The reason why we have impartation is so people can get a firmer grasp of Jesus Christ. Let me say it again. Impartation is designed to give a firmer grasp and a fuller possession of Jesus Christ. You can't stay a baby Christian. You have to grow to the fullness of the statue of Christ. So in other words, people tomorrow, you ought to be stronger tomorrow than you were today because of the sermon that you're hearing. I'm imparting to you this grace, this faith. 
and I want people to talk about the faith that's inside of you, not just on you or around you, but in you. So impartation is designed to give a firmer grasp and fuller possession of Jesus Christ. See, so that the only Jesus, you've heard me say it thousands of times, the only Jesus some people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me. Now, brothers, why are you so strong about that? Why are you so strong to have that fuller possession of Jesus Christ? Write this down. Impartation is intensity by contact. Why? I had to make contact. You see, when I was a rock musician, I mean, you can, you can record records, make $100 million, $200 million recording records, but you still have to tour. In other words, you have to make contact. You see what I'm saying? Importation is intensity by contact. It's love. It's, it's love. Importation is love. It's love is not satisfied without a meeting. You see, importation not satisfied without a meeting. The love of importation is not satisfied to have a meeting. See, that's how you, you start dating your wife or your spouse. You have a meeting. Love it, it demands that meeting. And then as it develops, you may become husband and wife. You see what I'm saying? Same thing with friendship. It demands that meeting. Let me say it again. Importation is intensity by contact. And importation of love is not satisfied without a meeting. That's what Paul said. I long to see you. Uh, for, verse 11. For I long, see, he had to have a meeting there in Rome. Not to uh, try to override Peter's uh, uh, contribution to Rome. But he said that he may preach to the Gentile. Rome was the, was the biggest thing in the world in that day and at that time. And he came to impart something. Even when they were going to cut his head off the day before, he's writing letters to Timothy and Titus. They should have been writing letters to him. But he was writing them because he had impartation. It was intensity of contact. The, uh, the, the, the Roman soldier that he was bound to with a chain got born again. That's impartation, intensity of of, of contact, see, and that love of that impartation demanded that meeting today. You see what I'm saying? That, and, and when Jesus met Paul on the Damascus Road as a sinner, as a sinner, he said, Paul, Saul, why do you persecute thou me? We're going to have us a meeting here today. And things changed immediately because what happened was he said, Lord, what will thy have me to do? He emptied himself right there on the Damascus Road. Do you understand? See, the, his people heard a voice. He saw a form, which is quite different, brother, between hearing a voice and seeing a form. And when you understand that, that's what I mean. That's what importation is all about. So when I preach tomorrow, when I go to Canada, I'm going to impart. When I go to Montana, I'm going to impart. When I go to uh, Seattle, Washington, Tacoma, Washington, I'm going to impart. When I go to South Africa, I'm going to impart. But they also going to impart encouragement to me. I will bring comfort. They will bring comfort. And the Holy Spirit is the comforter. Are you getting that? Let me say point one again. Impartation is designed to give a firmer grasp and fuller possession of Jesus Christ. That's why some of the churches you go to are so boring. They don't impart. They're homiletical, hermeneutical, philosophical, theological think and try to give you some kind of something. Most of them talk about a little bit about, uh, you know, um, uh, politics and things of that nature. You see, I heard this other day, and everybody's been saying it. It really, you know, I, let me just say this. It's amazing to me how people's minds are messed up. Totally, I mean, especially in this day and time. We have something called Pride Month. Don't cut the television off. Pride Month? The first president of the United States, George Washington, got one day. One day. Veterans get one day. Thanksgiving, 
one day. Jesus Christ Christmas, one day. And you want a month? Look at me. Yo, mama. <laughs> giving you no month. One day. Think about that for a minute. Come on, somebody shout. I don't mind looking you right in the face. I'm not against you. One day. Father's Day. One day. Mother's Day. One day. Easter. I want to say something, but I'm going on with this message here. <laughs> impartation is intensity by contact. And that love of impartation is not satisfied without a meeting. Now, I'm going to say something that's going to shock you. And this is why a lot of churches have problems with their leaders. If the preacher can do something else better than preaching, he is in the wrong place. If you call to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, you ought to do that better than anything else you can do. You are in the wrong place because it's not impartation. You're giving God second best, third best, or maybe fifth best. Let me say it again. If the preacher can do something else better than preaching, he's in the wrong place. You see what I'm saying? He's not where he or she, whoever it might be, is, not in, is, not, is in the wrong place because we must cause people to grow to the fullness of the stature of Christ, which means you need to know something. Something in you, Christ in you, not on you, not around you, not about you, in you, the hope of glory. In other words, if you believe in healing, you ought to have a hard time getting sick. If you believe in prosperity, you ought to have a hard time going broke. Don't shout me down, listen to me. If you believe in love, then you have a hard time hating and having bitterness in your life. Don't get bitter, just get better. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Long life does he satisfy you. And, oh, I'm starting to yell instead of tell, right? Long life will he satisfy you and show you your salvation, your soundness. Salvation, his truest term, is soundness. That's what Paul said, I long to see you. And you know, people, a lot of my minister friends, they say, I don't see how you go to some of those churches. They can't afford you, but just, you got a worldwide ministry. And I look at they don't know how to impart. You see, they, they're looking for someone to meet their budget when the great God Jehovah will supply all. See, that's the difference. I don't mean that probably between me and them. You see what I'm saying? Not that I'm better. I just learned to impart. So I long to see people. So I don't care if it's 25 people or 25,000. I've preached that to 25 and 25,000. I've preached to more than that. I mean, thousands and thousands of people. By television, 2.3 billion people this week. Over 55 million people in three years just on social media. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And people watch it and they go, why? I'm imparting something. But they are imparting something to me. Otherwise, I wouldn't do the work. We comfort each other. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So if the preacher can do something else better than preaching, he or she is in the wrong place. Let me just say it like this. It's hard to light a fire on top of an iceberg. <laughs> Write that down. It's hard to light a fire on top of an iceberg. I've seen some more sad, sick, disgusted, broke, and busted preachers. You know why? They're icebergs. God can, he has a hard time lighting a fire on top of an iceberg or on top of a church that's cold. We don't believe in healing. We'll enjoy your sickness because it's coming. You can take it to the bank. And Satan is not trying to make you sick. He don't come to make sick. He comes to steal. Then he comes to kill. Then he comes to destroy. You see what I'm saying? So it's very hard to light a fire on top of an iceberg. 
which means you should never lose the, the passion of Christ in you, the hope of glory. Am I important something to you today? Yeah. You know, what I love about elderly people, they hardly ever miss church. Don't shout me down when the preaching good. And they have the hardest time to come to church. Boy, I lost a few right there. Let me, let, let me look over here. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Tell me something good. Mm -mm. I mean, I see them coming wheelchairs, walkers, and you got people that are super healthy. Well, why do they do that? They know how to impart. They know how to understand. They long to get in God's presence. And they may have been in his presence all week long at the house, but it's just something about going to church. Isn't that something? See, impartation. So you can light a fire in an old person pretty quick. Boy, you, I mean, you, they might not even be feeling good. You know what Jesus said about your healing? What he said? I said, by he stop your healing. Glory! They get excited, man. You know why? Because they're not an iceberg. It's hard to light a fire on top of an iceberg. Think about that. You, know? you ever went to church feeling good and came out feeling bad? Should have stayed home? God, Jesus, boy, Lord. I never forget one time I was watching our church. This is a Catholic church. I won't mention the place, but it was in Berg, Louisiana. But oh, did I mention the place? And there were people walking in, smiling, and I, I waited. I waited because mass is only 28 minutes. See, and I just stayed outside, and they all came out frowning, frowning. And I thought, why? Because it was iceberg teaching. Cold make you frown. Think about that. There was coldness there. See what I'm saying? There was no fire. Do you understand? That's why Satan wants you cold, because when you get cold, you stay stiff. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Paul said, I, I'm going to warm you up. I long to see you. Think about Jesus. My God, he, he prays all. He feeds 5,000 people in one day, then goes up in the mountain to pray. Now he's up all night long. He's been there all day and then all night. He comes down, he delivers the boys on the sea and the next thing he does, he goes to the synagogue. You think he could have said, well, I'll just go home take a break. But you know what? He wanted impartation from his heavenly father and his father wanted impartation from him and they comforted each other. You see what I'm saying? Write this down. To impart something, you must have God as a helper. To impart something, you must have, have God as a helper. You must have the, the preacher as a minister. God as a helper. Number two, the preacher as a minister. And number three, the people as a receiver. For things to work, you got to have God as a helper. You got to. There's no other choice. The preacher as a minister and the people as a receiver. Did you come to receive today? Yeah. It's because you want to impart and you want something imparted to you in ever which way, shape, or form. It's, do you understand what I'm saying? Must have God as a helper. Must have the preacher as a minister. And you must have the people as a receiver. People say, why do you witness so much? Maybe because that's the only time people ever go to church. Only time they ever hear any impartation. It's just such a blessing uh, to, to let your light so shine. You see, in places, out of places, it's just everywhere. Doesn't make any difference. I mean, we went yesterday, Kathy had to get some makeup, so when she gets some makeup supplies, and I'm just standing there, you know, while she's getting her stuff, and boy, here, the ladies, they're just talking to me, and I'm imparting, just, and I notice other people just listening, 
And I've had some of them say, you think this is the, this the last days? I said, I know it's the last days. It is the last days. We're in the days of Noah, ladies and gentlemen. The Bible said the man has corrupted himself. Look at the world. The world's in total corruption. Don't shout me down. Listen to me. But if you take impartation and, and you receive impartation and you give impartation, people say, I just don't have any place to preach. Well, go outside. <laughs> a bunch of people you're going to see. Don't shout me down. People used to tell me all the time, boy, but Jesse, you just, now, you've always preached. Well, before anybody ever knew who I was, you know, in terms of uh, asking me to come and do a meeting, I just, I just hit the streets. And we'd make some people mad. We'd make some people glad. I remember me and Frank Bailey, you know, at Victory, we used to do the uh, uh, Mardi Gras thing. Oh, Lord Jesus. And we came up with some of the finest ideas, I think, of anybody, any ministries on them streets. We had a guy named Mitchell Trapetta. Y'all might have knew Mitchell. I don't know if you knew Mitchell Trapetta. And we, we, put, we, made him, we dressed him up like Jesus and put ketchup on his head. <laughs> put a crown of thorns on his head. Told him to keep his head down and put a cross on him. <laughs> we dragging the cross and man and people how did they hear it? we had someone with a, a baby a stroller we had our microphone our little sound system in there and me and Frank just preaching you killed him you crucified and people going throw me man they get so mad they wanted to kill us and Mitchell said they're going to kill us I said just keep walking Mitchell don't worry about it keep your head down we was imparting you should have seen that man People screaming, cursing, going nuts. When nobody asked us to preach Mardi Gras, so we just hit the streets. I mean, cursing. And then all of a sudden, bust out crying, fall on their knees in fat city and just give their life to Jesus. We shut down a massage parlor. <laughs> Preaching the name of Jesus. Amen. Impartation. And guess who criticized us? The church. Y'all should have had a tent. Ain't nobody going to a tent on Mardi Gras Day. You got to get in the street. It's called radical evangelism. Spitting on you and all that kind of, I mean, it ain't easy. You know, it ain't easy, but boy, did we have, woo. You know what? We were like the Apostle Paul and the Apostle Peter and the Apostle John, man, when they said, we're going to hit the streets, man. We're just going to do it. And we did it. We'd go to the third floor of Charity Hospital, which was the crazy people, had them locked down, chained, tied to the wall, and preaching, cast out devils. What y'all do? Impartation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go there totally bound by devils and totally free by Jesus by the time we walked out. Wow. Had wonderful times. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. See, that's importation. Let me say it again. To impart something, you must have God as a helper. He helped us. The preacher as a minister. The people as a receiver. See, believers, this is another point. Believers are designed by God to be mutual improvement societies. Mutual improvement society. All of you at Covenant Church today, by hearing this message, you should become a mutual improvement Society. When people get around you, they improve Amen. in every area, spiritually, physically, financially, all of it. Is that true for you? With Christ in you, you have the power to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, everywhere we go, we should be mutual improvement societies. Well, how do we do that, Brother Jesse? 
Just let your light shine and be the importation of Jesus the world needs. So that's what I do, because more people go by what they see than what they hear. They should go more by what they hear, but then most of the time they go by what they see. So I let them see the light of Christ in me, the hope of glory. Listen, you have something divine in you that must be shared, that Christ in you. The gift, and it is a gift, is called Jesus Christ. A wonderful partner wrote to me and asked me a question, and I'd like to share it with you. There's a person named Micah wrote this. Jesse, I grew up in a Christian household and have always had family and friends that prayed for me. Other than your mother and sister Kathy, didn't anyone else try to witness to you? If so, why weren't they effective? No, no one else ever witnessed to me other than my mother and, and my dad, naturally, and, and Kathy. That was it. You know, I was a typical rock musician, I guess. If anybody needed to get saved, I looked like I needed to get saved. Maybe. I don't know why. They just never did. And that's why I'm such a, what I call a soul man. I'm a soul man, you know, because I like to reach people, change lives one soul at a time. Because no one, ever, no one cared for my soul other than Kathy, my wife, or my mother and my father. See what I'm saying? But mostly my mother and Kathy. I mean, they were on me like white on rice. And I'm glad that they, and the reason why I, people weren't effective, listen to this statement. See, I was willing to give God my sin, but not my life. See, everybody wants Jesus as Savior, but they don't want him as Lord. And that's a vast difference right there. I hope I answered your question. Now, stay right there. I'll be back in just a minute to speak another word to you. This is a good sermon, and you need to learn from these things. Watch this. And be blessed, and I'll be right back. There's a world that needs to be saved. Our mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus to that world. That is why we here at Jesse the Planet's Ministries believe the unbelievable and operate in the impossible. God is continuing to direct us to expand our outreach to more people in more places and through more ways than ever before. We are advancing into the frontiers of ministry to change more lives through one simple question. Do you know Jesus? Listen to me, it is beginning. The light of Jesus is shining higher and brighter and further than ever. People from all over are responding to the message of Jesus. Nothing can stop the light of God's love from reaching people and changing lives. the free JDM app with Spanish and English content. You'll have instant access to Jesse and Kathy's anointed messages. Watch our weekly TV program. 
Hit the Bible tab. Many chapters include media related to what you're reading. Watch live events and chat with others. Download audio messages for on-the-go listening. And giving is available with just a few easy steps. Download the JDM app today. You know, I love our January product offer. I hope you get this month's product offer. My book, Advanced in Life. From Revelation to Inspiration to Manifestation. It's time to move up. You understand? Moving on up to the east side like they used to do on that television show. It's a new year and a new season for you. This book is going to show you how to activate your faith and cause advancement in not some areas, but in every area of your life. To get it, just go to JDM. Dot org for your copy and get all the information from revelation to inspiration to manifestation. You'll be blessed. I tell you what, I'm so excited about what God is doing this year. Kathy and I, uh, we, we have some meetings booked. We'll be preaching all over the world this year, including Switzerland and Australia. Maybe you can make it to one of these events, and that's going to be more coming, but right now, we're putting this all together. Check out our meetings page at jdm.org, and come out and join us. I, I might be in your church somewhere, and I mean that sincerely. Partners, what can I say? 48 years of ministry, you've never let me down. God's never let me down, and I pray to God I never let you down. We are reaching people, changing lives, one soul at a time. Thank you for your partnership. Never have had a financial deficit in 48 years. It's a miracle of God. And I'm going to start it off. You know why? Because I trust you and you trust me, but we both trust God. And I will tell you, faithful financial support is so vitally important. I wish all this was free, but it's not. And that's okay because, you know, people have to make a living and I understand all that. But I want to reach the world and I can do it with your help. And I mean necessarily with the technology we got today, it's amazing what we are doing and what we're going to do. And it's such a blessing of the Lord. So partners, thank you. And if you're not a partner, you pray about becoming one. This anointing of increase is on me. This hundredfold anointing, it is on me. You can ask people, they will tell you it's on Jesse the planet and it'll come on you. That's what I'm believing for. Why not? You deserve it. Now, don't miss next week. We're going to have part two of impartation, a gift in waiting. And it really is a gift. I love part one. You just saw that. But part two is even better. And you're going to be blessed. Until next week, I love you. It's a Jessica Plan saying, God bless you. See you. Bye-bye. Get fired up with who you really are and take the time to get in his presence and be filled with his glory. God has opened up the door, girls, and we need to walk through it. Kathy Duplantis' Glorious, a conference for women. Register online at jdm.org. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to let your light shine and be the impartation of Jesus the world needs? I love our January partner, awful titled Impartation, a gift in waiting. You have something divine in you that must be shared, and that's Jesus Christ. Order your copy at jdm.org today and you will be blessed. Did you know angels are real? And many of them are here today. God's Word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book, The Hidden Help, I share a few of those biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation, and the hidden help is always here for you. Order your copy today at jdm.org.
Importation is given not to unsettle your opinions and practices, but to establish and confirm the faith. Or oh, I just have to say it. God don't teach you by trials and tests, tribulations. You hear that all your life. He teaches you by the word.